Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, and welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. I really wanted at this time uh, come to you and bring the podcast to you live. So I am going live on social media as well as being on the podcast. So I'm excited about that. And I really wanted to come and address the topic, the elephant in the room, because we're at a time at the moment that can feel really stressful and overwhelming for a lot of salon owners. And I wanted to just bring out the topic of the pandemic and your health and the business and the impact on your team and your clients all of the things together um, and really come together and say, we're in this together, we're all going through it uh, because we can't predict how it's going to pan out, but we can prepare for the worst and then get some things in place and really step forward into um, hoping for the best and just getting on with business. Um, So I wanna encourage you uh, and give you some tips around how we can move forward and be proactive rather than um, being reactive. I want to help uh, lower the anxiety for you by reducing reactivity. Um, Because I truly do believe that what we focus on really creates our reality. And um, therefore, reality is mine to create. My reality will be a reaction or a reflection of how I manage uh, my mindset, my uh, anxiety levels and the things that I focus on. And I think more now than ever as a business owner, it's time to step up as a leader, not just a business owner, not just as a therapist or a stylist and really show your team and your clients, you've got this, you've got this, you're you're under control, even if you feel like you don't. Fake it till you make it, because sometimes when we fake it till we make it, we actually surprise ourselves and step up and do the things that we need to do. And it's a tough time because, you know, we're under our own pressures personally and our family with the business, yet there's this extra layer of responsibility as a business owner to really show up for the world, show up for your clients, show up for your team. So I get it, it's tough. This is the place to talk about, this is a tough time for us. Um, but we can't afford for a moment to step into woe is me, poor is poor me, um, we've got work to do. This is time to step up and step into um, our best version of ourselves. So I want to help you uh, share some of the realities with your team um, and really remove that instinct to panic at this time and just face the facts and information, step into your power um, proactively. Um, and I know that there's often financial pressure and pressure from the outside world, but I want to encourage you that there's hope that it does not last long. In the scheme of things, in the scheme of being in business, it does not last long. Um, and your team need to hear that, right? As much as you possibly can muster to that you've got their backs, that um, that their jobs are safe, as much as you can, if that's the reality for you. So I've put together a five-step protection plan um, because I really wanted you to feel 
you know, like I said, this is the time for us to come together and for you to feel confident uh, moving forward. So I wanted to give you some steps. So because I'm streaming live, I'm just going to quickly check that we are in fact doing that. <laughs> um, two things to juggle, podcast and live. Oh yes, very good. Hi, hi, hi. Hey Susie, thanks for joining me. Um, I'm excited to bring you this podcast live. So let me know if you're here live and if you're on the podcast, um, later in the week, then come back and jump on the page and say hey. So let me share with you now, I've put together a five-step protection plan. I'm going to make this available to you. So wherever you are and listening to this, scroll down, whether it's on the feed or whether it's on uh, iTunes, you can scroll down. There is a link there for you to grab your five-step protection plan <clears throat> for salons. Okay, so number one, let me take you through it first. Number one is leadership as a salon CEO. You are the CEO and there is a responsibility to step up. So I want to support you to do that. So I think the first thing you really need to think about is staying informed around uh, the potential impact that um, may have on your business um, and on your team and on your clients. Double down on being data driven. So there's a fine balance, I think, between uh, staying highly informed and being so in the media that you get uh, a little bit of scaremongering. Like, unfortunately, even the news is, um, you know, even the news is hard to sift through the chafe and what is sensationalism and what is, is reality. So minimize that, but you do want to stay informed uh, with reliable sources so you can make good decisions. Now, one of those ways to make good decisions in this tough time is to um, make sure you have the data available. Now, as hair and beauty entrepreneurs, we love to create. We don't necessarily naturally love the data. I get that. But I want to encourage you to double down on your data, even for your own business, um, keeping an eye on sales and tracking what is working, because it's a very fast hard and fast changing environment. But I've noticed already, even working with the salon owners that I work with really closely, we can have this sense and this feeling that it's quiet, there's some cancellations, and uh, we get the sense of doom and gloom. And one or two cancellations um, can feel like it can put the sort of, um, the dark glasses on and we think it's going down. And when you go and keep a, tr a really close eye on the data and in comparative data, how are the sales this week compared to last week? How many clients have we served this week versus last week? We can sanity check if we really are uh, in a doom and gloom or not. And we can choose our attitude towards that because my experience so far, although it's changing rapidly, my experience so far is that for a majority of people, they might be down a few clients, but funnily enough, clients are spending more. Uh, per visit and so sales aren't necessarily going down yet for a lot of people now I know people are facing um, short-term closure uh, and there are plenty of people in uh, times of strife but I want you for those that feeling doom and gloom go and sanity check it with the real data if if you're not under sort of mandatory cl closure already okay so stay data driven because what happens if you stay data driven is it removes the emotion and it removes um, the natural instinct to panic um, and when we panic we chop and change our mind you know our mind is trying to work through the data and the information should we do this should we do that and we go through this flip-flop um, 
experience inside of our brains and it's exhausting it exhausts you and it stops you from making good decisions because you can have a you can have a different answer to the same question you know within an hour each or an hour uh, an hour later you can think something completely different and this is a natural human response so first notice it catch it but second of all if you go to the data and to the facts and you try and stay factual you're going to less likely do flip-flop which means that you can be more consistent for your team and your clients make more solid decisions. So stay data driven, then make a plan. Uh, in times of crisis, we, like I said, we change our minds so often, but if we can be a little bit more data driven and make a plan, even write it down, share it with your team, we can prioritize the things that are actually going to make an impact now. Give yourself permission to let go of things that aren't uh, right now, like I'm talking in the next three to five to seven days because things are changing so rapidly and that's okay at the moment. Make the plan and stick to it until something significant changes and then you can change your plan, okay? Then I want you to go back, reanalyze the data again, like do it often, sanity check yourself off and I know it's a little bit more time but I think it's worth it for your own brain space. Right, everything else can wait. This too shall pass. Now, just a little bit of long-term perspective. When we're a stylist or a therapist, we usually uh, are focused on thinking about a week at a time. When we are uh, a manager, we often think about things as a month at a time. As a CEO, we really need to think about life in the long-term, like a year from now, two years from now. And really, in the long-term perspective, this is just a very small blip in time right? And I think if we keep that perspective and we hold on to that CEO thinking, it'll help us not uh, get into the doom and gloom and the panic and manage ourselves and step into our role as the CEO, okay? It does highlight, I want you to take a moment to think about what are the lessons that you're learning here and what do you need to, could you, should you, would you change in the future if something like this to, were to happen again? Now is the time to make the future plan. Write it down somewhere, uh, park it off somewhere so when this um, crazy time is over you can come back to that and say okay in that time that there was a pandemic and it was really crazy what are the things that I needed and how can I prepare for that again because you know uh, every 10 years or so something big and significant happens we want to be prepared for the worst uh, and then get on and do our best work okay sound good all right, let's talk about number two, which is your team. And as I mentioned before, our role as the CEO is to really step up as the leader for our team and encourage them and reassure them that we've got this. And, and one of the ways to do that is to make sure that we're not emotive and making irrational or quick changing decisions all the time. If you need to do that and you need to air it out, find a safe haven to talk about it. Your team is not the people right, because it, it unsettles them. And when they see you in a panic, then they feel unsettled. And when they feel unsettled, they can't serve their clients effectively. So um, we need to think about our, uh, our team, just like we think about our clients, how we serve them. So the first thing I recommend that you do is know your liability, like check sick, leave holiday, calculate it, remove the unknown. Again, it will help settle your brain. But then once you know what it is, share it with them. And I think you need to be um, honest, calm and honest, share the realities with your team with love and care, because if you can cover all the sick leave and uh, holidays, if necessary, tell them. If you can't, tell them and tell them what your, your, your plan B and your plan C is. It doesn't matter if you don't know all the answers, 
because maybe you don't know all the answers, maybe you don't have all the solutions. And I actually think that's okay. What, uh, what you need to think about is how you deliver it and that you encourage them that regardless, regardless of what will happen, you will do everything that you can to help and to be there. So then that brings me on to having the conversation with them about being responsible for themselves. Like you're responsible within the employment um, realm and you'll do the best that you can do, but then they actually need to be a little bit responsible for themselves. Like, are they starting to save uh, cash? Are they choosing not to go out? Although, although a lot of social things are being uh, locked down at the moment. So uh, half of that decision is taken away. But it's a good conversation to have with them now about the choices that they're making, social choices, healthy choices, personal choices. Are they saving themselves for next time in the future when something happens? Um, are they being responsible for themselves, especially if you're employing young people? Uh, it's a good opportunity to share with them you know, how to self-care and take care of themselves in the future. Um, all right, managing your roster in a new way. I guess flexibility probably is the word of the day. Flexibility uh, in working hours and uh, in rostered hours. Give flexibility for your clients, but also for your team. And maybe that's a good way to get around instead of needing to take leave, uh, taking leave without pay. I know that there are some salons who are choosing to work less hours and condense the time that they're available. And um, it's a win for everybody because it means if they can consolidate now, then uh, you're more likely to be here for the tomorrow. So get creative in the ways that you think about it. And I think when you have open, honest conversations with your team, you bring them closer into you, come together as a unit. You're more likely to get over objections from your team about, well, I can't do that and I don't want to do that. Help them look at the greater good um, yeah, the greater, the greater good and the more positive outcome for everybody for the long term. All right, remember to lead your team with positivity. Um, and I guess what that really comes down to is, is choice of language. And be mindful that you're not using fatalism language and that you're using purely positive language. How can you turn your language into the positive? Not what we can't do, but what we can do. So if, um, for example, if you were, uh, if you're in the States and you have to have a minimum of, uh, maximum of 10 people in at the time, rather than focusing on what you can't do and all the people that you can't serve, step into the language of what you can do. It's, a, it's an art to be able to flip your language to, okay, we can, what we can do in this environment is that we can have our chairs more spread out, we can uh, spread out our working hours, um, have people staggered as, as they arrive and staggered as they e uh, finish at the end of the day. Um, these are all skills that um, are going to be really great opportunities for you in the future. But at the moment, work on the positive um, and use positive language. It's going to make such a difference in your team culture. Okay, because they, however you behave and speak at the moment is exactly how they will speak and behave to clients. So if your team are not um, treating your clients the way that you want to, then you need to do a sanity check, look in the mirror at how you're speaking to them, because 90% of the time they will be uh, copying the same tone of voice, the tone and the culture that you set within the business. Okay, let's step into number three. Uh, number three is business opportunities. So it's now it's time to be mindful and diligent to prepare for the unknown. Protecting cash flow is really important. Um, but also at the same time, being mindful of business must go on. I don't want you to um, sabotage your ability to continue to trade if you have the opportunity to, to do that. 
Um, so uh, one of the things to think about is to sell uh, your low moving stock. Like I want you to get your stock off the shelf and back in the till. Even if you sold a product for the same price that you bought it, you've now taken that $10 that's sitting on the shelf and you've now put that into your bank account that you can pay for wages. So minimize those things, um, whether you sell two, get one free, sell three, get one free. <laughs> See my words muddled up there. Um, this is, this is the opportunity that you have to do some really great promotions that are going to help you get over the tricky period if you have to close for two weeks or work reduced hours for those two weeks. You want to have some cash in the bank. So my, I encourage you to continue to promote your business. Like stay top of mind. Um, and don't shrink away and hide because you assume that people don't want to or can't come out or come to see you. Um, I think you want to keep a positive mindset. In actual fact, if people are working from home uh, or they're on, um, you know, not able to go to work or not able to travel, it's fine for people like me who have got used to working from home. But actually, when you're not used to working from home, it's really tricky and you can get cabin fever. So why not promote that you're, you know, are you working from home? Come and get out of the house, bring your laptop and come and you know, we'll look after you. Um, this is an opportunity to create or target a market that didn't exist before. We didn't have mass amounts of people who worked from home before. So why not tap into that? Do you know, uh, create staycation packs that, you know, if they have to stay in, help them, serve them. What can you deliver to them? What opportunities are there that weren't uh, there before? Um, what about creating a Facebook group for your business for all of your clients, new and existing, and uh, educate them how to look after themselves at home, maybe not doing their hair at home, no, no, no. Uh, how can they survive? Maybe they need some color spray for their roots until they can get out. Um, uh, how can they make sure that they look good, feel good, take care of themselves, and look of nothing else? Stay top of mind. Bring your clients closer into you and um, enjoy having them as part of your community because if they're part of your community then when they are allowed out or life starts to pick up again then who are they going to think of who are they going to have a kind thought about if you are top of mind then you will be at the top of their mind and so even if you can't trade now protect your future business don't let it dry up and think great I can have a holiday at home which you can do uh, if you're on lockdown but um, stay active stay top of mind um, and it will pay off in the long run right Okay, um, if you are actively attracting new clients and you have promotions uh, going, stick with it. Uh, talk about your gaps if you have them. Make them attractive to existing and potential new clients with offer offers, packages, new clients alike. Um, I don't think that you need to get into discounting. I don't think that's the problem right now. I think discounting uh, devalues the service that you're doing but I do believe that you can add a cherry on the top you can add value to the services that you are doing like um, and continue to pre-book appointments for next time and have flexibility let's book your next appointment to make sure that you can get in um, and if there are any problems you are sick or anyone here is sick we'll call you uh, we'll waiver the cancellation fee give them a cherry on top for um for pre-booking if you pre-book your next appointment then next time we're going to do a complimentary 
treatment to lock in your color to whatever it is the benefit that it's going to do give them the cherry give them the high value give them the incentive to keep momentum and business going keep hope and positivity don't stop because uh, if you shrink away you'll shrink away in the minds of your clients and you're not protecting your business for tomorrow okay don't sell your soul just yet no discounting please uh, and we can reassess this day by day week by week right okay think of new opportunities. Number four, client care, right? Now more than ever, you know, is time to double down on your client care protocols. Um, and I know for the most of you are already over, like, over this like uh, a rash, like I know you've got this, but it has to be said. And um, I guess the first one for me, outside of being uber, uber hygienic, like double down on the hygiene and all of your social media content, just back to sort of promotional stuff. We want to see the gloves. We want to see if you're doing a, a nice selfie, somebody in the background should be cleaning something with some gloves on and a mask and um, all the subtle background, um, all the subtle background stories you know picture paints a thousand words should be alluding to we are so hygienic and taking this so seriously this is a safe haven for you to be because unless they feel safe and secure to come they won't so um double down you know, if you're doing flat lays you know if you're doing a beautiful flat lay of products make sure you've got some gloves and some um hygienic wipes in there like double down on that stuff have a little bit of fun with it get some toilet rolls in there for sure. What I really want for you and your client care is to be the leading light, to be the positive person in the community, show that um, this is not beating you and you're totally on top of it, that you're proactive, not reactive, right? So watch your, your social tone of voice. Again, your social tone of voice needs to be um, positive. Yes, language, what we are doing, how we can help. Uh, no doom and gloom, right? And it breaks my heart when I see salons um, posting on social media saying, if you've been sick, um, if you're feeling sick, if you've been overseas, please cancel your appointment. We don't want you to come. So hang on a second. We're making our clients uh, frenemies. We don't want them to be frenemies. We want them to be uh, coming to us for the safe haven and be part of the community and feel safe here. So we, what we want to say is, hey, we are taking it seriously. If our team is sick, if uh, anyone who's traveled recently, um, we are being diligent. Please be patient with us. We will reschedule your appointment when it's safe. Equally, if you have been overseas or feeling well, we will uh, waiver or cancellation uh, requirement, you know, usual policies, and we're totally flexible. We've got you. Like, give them some encouragement. Be the leading light make it easy to do business with you about flexible uh, cancellation policies, uh, deliver products to home, have touchless pickup. If people need to buy a staycation pack, a, um, their home hair care, whatever it is that they need, have a touchless pickup so they can come in without touching, uh, deliver home if you need to. I know some people are looking at going to people's home to, to caretake for them in their homes. Um, all I can say is make it easy to do business with you, Being, um, you know, be the leading light. Um, all right, for those that are coming into the salon with your team, and I think, you know, when I talked about how to care for your team and make them feel safe, when they feel safe, they'll feel good enough to care for the clients and give them 100%. So double down on what you already do 
really well. And so one of the conversations that we have um, at, here at Salon Owners Collective is how can we give a 10 out of 10 experience to our clients? How can we teach our team? What are the, what are the touch points that is an amazing experience for clients and double down on that? Hygienically, gloves if you need, mask if you need, wipes if you need, do all the things. But I want you to keep tracking with your team sales results. Um, and why do we want to be so focused on sales right now? It's actually not about being so, uh, focused on sales. It's about giving your clients 100% attention, 100% love and care, not assuming that they don't want it, they don't, that they can't spend. Because people, you know, in the hair and beauty industry, uh, we're often recession proof. This is the time when people are in a recession that they still need a moment of pick me up. They still want to look good, feel good. And we're in that industry. This is our opportunity to shine, not to shrink away. So rather than assume that people can't afford it, don't want to buy the things, double down on serving your client and giving them everything. Now, how do you measure if your team are doing that, are doing that well? Actually, your KPIs are what tell you that Susie, Jane and Mary in, in your team are serving their clients well. A high average client spend a good rebooking rate um, shows that clients are being served, that they are getting the full service, that they are having the treatments to make their color last longer, that they um, are taking home, re, uh, home hair care so or beauty products. So, um, the client is being looked after. This is the opportunity actually to send your client off with all the things. So um, double down on what you do well, focus on the client service, but measure with your team. Um, not because, now here's, a, here's an important message, not because your message to your team is to make more money so we can survive, make more money so I can pay your wages because that's just doom and gloom. That actually is not encouraging or motivating to a team member. It actually does the opposite. We think that we're telling them uh, how to save themselves, but in fact, it does the opposite. So if you turn it around and focus on your client, care for your client, give them a good time. They're here um, because they're otherwise locked at home and they can't go to their social events and they still want to look good, feel good. Um, and you know that they're doing a good job by, by tracking their KPIs, then do that. I think that's, uh, that's a good strategy. All right. Uh, last but not least, take care of you, the human. Do you know, as the leader of your business, this is the time when you have to step up more than ever. This is not the time to buckle down and watch movies, <laughs> as much as it's encouraging, uh, as much as it's attractive to, oh, I can have a little bit of a rest um, because things are slowing down. But I actually think it's time for you to stand up and shine and there's extra pressure on you. So I want to encourage you. Step five is to take care of you, the human not just the CEO, but the human part of you. Like, um, it's kind of like you, um, you can't serve other people if you're, I'm trying to think of the example, you know, when the cup is full, you can't drink from a half empty cup. You get the feeling. Do you, you know the one I'm trying to say? <laughs> I've lost it now. Um, it's like if you are depleted, if you are mentally exhausted, physically exhausted, if you are anxious and, and um, overwhelmed, it's really hard for you to show up for your clients, to show up for your team and make good decisions for your business. So it's important more than ever and sometimes counterintuitive to take time out for yourself, stay hydrated, uh, eat well, walk more, take the dog for a walk. You might think I've got all these things to do, but actually um, I know for me, if I take the dog for a walk and I, I get some white space, I actually, it gives me the space. Usually not, I do this sort of circuit around the block. It's not usually until I'm on my walk 
home that my brain has been able to clear a little bit and suddenly I've got all the answers to all the things. So take the time to do the walk because you will solve the problems that you have to solve. Um, avoid the news. Stay informed, but avoid, avoid the news and the social uh, chit-chat that is negative. Um, connect with family and people around you, even if you can't connect with them with real touch, even if you have to do elbows, social distancing, hop on Zoom, uh, give them a call, stay connected to people because at the end of the day, we're people people and we want to be around people even if we have to be socially distanced a little bit. My last, uh, take care of yourself because germs don't like healthy people. So be healthy. <laughs> but last but not least, I kind of want to say, do you know, I'm a true believer as a creative entrepreneur, I have really learned that diligence, structure and discipline uh, actually will serve you well in the long run. And it's a hard uh, lesson to learn if you're not that way naturally. Some of you are naturally that way and you just operate that way. I've got my youngest son naturally works like that. And I really have to work hard to deliver him information in that way. I have learned though, I wouldn't have learned it if I wasn't a business owner, I don't think. I have learned the necessary skill to survive is diligence, discipline and structure. And so take the time to be disciplined to do the things that you need to do. Create structures and plans and tick lists and be diligent by going through them. Um, and disciplined to do the things that you need to do because I think at the end of the day that's what will save us as a human and and, uh, and with the ability to step up into our role as a CEO now more than more than ever okay all right that was fun doing that live um let me just see I can uh, see a wee question here from Susie um we're not able to practice social distancing between clients as recommended by the health department. Yeah, no, that's right. It is hard, but I think that's when you need to um, double down on communication with your clients and uh, sanitizing and gloves and masks and all of those things. Um, use them and show that you're using them and ask for that same respect back with clients. Um, at the end of the day, you have to make a decision what you're going to do. Um, I, do you know, I think the thing is, um, Susie, is that unless people are, uh, the biggest problem actually is not so much the health, although it's, it's a serious threat for some people, it is deadly, but for the majority of people, it's not. It's the, it's the other implications that are gonna hurt us the most in business, I think. So um, that's why more than ever showing your, um, health regimes and uh, your sanity regimes but keeping a positive mindset and keeping um, socially and vis visually uh, active around what you're doing and be the guiding light don't buy into the doom and gloom it's a mindset um, and my experience so far is that those that are proactive and are charging at it and hitting it head on are actually still doing great in business those that are uh, finding all the reasons why they can't survive, that is becoming their reality. So I hope that I've given you some hope. And remember, this, this too shall pass. In the scheme of things, this is a short blip in life. Now, interestingly, I was doing um, some research around this, um, around the pandemic, and looked at over the last 100 years, 
there has been four significant pandemics. And I don't have the data right in front of me right at the moment, but on each subsequent pandemic, um, there have been less people infected significantly while the population has grown up, grown dramatically over the last hundred years. And each one of those pande uh, pandemics, there was one in um, 1918, one in, uh, in the 40s somewhere, uh, and then the most recent, each time we've had less and less casualties because actually as a human race, we're really smart and we learn. And that's why I think we, we, we actually can, especially in this side of the world, we can trust that our governments are making good choices for us because we're well informed um, from a health perspective. And the casualties, you know, if you look at it, are coming down and down in the percentage of population. For the most part, we're, you know, as a society, we're doing good controlling it. Uh, is there still some fallout? Yes, of course. But uh, in the scheme of things, we're managing it really well as a human race. So I think that gives us hope, you know? Okay, thank you for joining me. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts and um, my heart and hope is with you for those that are uh, having a tough time. So stay strong, look at the long-term and reach out if you need help. Okay. Thanks for joining me and I look forward to connecting with you again next week on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.